Hola amigos, como estas? Buenos dias, buenas tardes, whenever you may be listening to this podcast episode, welcome back. I'm glad you're here, thanks for listening, welcome back to Your Thoughts First. Today is another new day, and today we have a very, very, very special guest. She is a social media icon and truly one of the funniest people I've ever met. She is hilarious, I, that, that's, all, that's all I need to say. I, um was really excited to get her on the podcast. Uh, she gave a great interview, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. Um, this will be part one of a two-part series. There was just too much stuff in the interview to cut out, so I thought, why not make it two parts? I'm not going to tell you who it is. I will give you a hint, though. Welcome to Bible study. We're all children of Jesus. Kumbaya, my Lord. All right, guys. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Your Thoughts First. Today I'm here with another amazing guest, and this person needs no introduction. Today I'm joined with Christine Sedelko. Sedelko. Arrivederci, Sedelko. No, it's not Italian. Christine, who are you? I love that, that you put that first in the, <laughs> in the question. Um, I guess, yeah, it depends on who I'm like describing myself to, what I would say, but I guess for this... Um, I guess I would just say like, I'm a goofy girl. I like to be like, um, a little silly, a little goofy. (laughs) I like to laugh. I'm really interested in history. I'm a bit of a nerd in certain areas. And, um, I really love my dog, I guess, is what I would most want the world to know about me. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) That's about, that's about (laughs) it, I guess. Keeping it simple. Yeah. I was going to say, so I think for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Christine used to be a little bit popular on a certain site. It was TikTok's baby daddy. Baby um, daddy. <laughs> I think Vine's a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, Vine's a woman. Because ga- it gave birth to... <laughs> no, it's fine. That's right. That's right. Sugar Mama. Sugar Mama. Um, from Proud Proud Family. Aren't they doing a new one? Yeah. Sorry to get off track already. But um, actually, I was going to say, it's funny... I to- I didn't totally forget. I I lost track of time, so I like this kind of slipped my mind like when it was happening. And I was when I ha- was in that like oh I forgot I was doing this today. I was looking up old stuff and I learned that like today February third was the day that I came back after staying in the hospital for a week when my appendix ruptured, and that was when I first started using Vine. Was that it was Super Bowl Sunday. It was really, it was that Super Bowl, I think, where Beyonce, where the lights went out. And I was in my dorm room and I had already heard about Vine, but I just heard about it. And then my appendix ruptured. So like, obviously it wasn't on my mind. So, and that's what I did when I was recovering, when I couldn't do a lot was Vine. So like, I think literally today that we're recording this is like my Vine anniversary. Are you serious? Yeah. So that, so that would have been nine years ago. Oh my goodness. 20, 2013. Yeah. And it's crazy how like things like that, like time flies. You don't realize like how old, like, like, I, I forget how old I am. Like, I saw, like, did you ever watch uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? A, li- a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so there was, like, one episode where, like, I think Cody, Cody's trying to get a reservation somewhere, and the, the waitress is like, we'll have a reservation in 2022 or something like that, but that's in 15 years, and then it just cuts to what was like, 15 years have gone by? Like, oh my goodness. I can squeeze you in at 7.30. Perfect. On November 16, 2023. But that's in 15 years.
Yeah, that's crazy. Since today's your nine year anniversary, when you when you first started posting nine years ago, did you ever think uh, you'd be famous or go viral, I guess? Or did you ever did you just start posting? At the very beginning? No, I didn't think so. I would just kind of film little clips where they just go, you know, here's my bed. Here's, you know, oh, I flicked something off. Ha ha ha, you know. And then I got one where I was watching a video of Matty B raps where he had his own like YouTube reality show. And he said some ridiculous shit and ridiculous. And I, um, I posted that on Vine. Sorry, I need to mute myself. Um, or not myself, my phone. And I had to, or I posted that and that went like viral. So it wasn't like me in it or anything, but it had like, I think it was a, you know, it was a good amount. And I was like, whoa, all these people, this is so cool. This feels so cool. So then after that, I was like, well, what if I tried to be funny? Or what if I tried to use like those hashtags? Like, what if I actually tried? And then um, it really didn't take long. I guess I had like one big one where we had a documentary style video for my friend's birthday where at one point I had the camera and I was just taking it around and she was snorting Adderall and and that was my first one where I was in it and so that was like a little different but kind of the same so then I kind of just as soon as I was like oh this this is strange and feels good all these numbers like I'll I'll keep trying. I think you just referenced probably one of my one of my favorite vines that, that you did and the one we were doing the documentary style was that where you said kumbaya yeah yeah yeah. and it's so funny because i'm not that crazy like i <laughs> i've never snorted anything in my life then or since it made me seem like i was some like crazy party girl in college and like i barely even tried edibles in college i didn't start smoking weed till i moved to la in like 2015 so it was so funny that that's what my first impression on the internet was <laughs> But isn't it crazy how, like, people kind of just, like, run stuff with the internet? Like, once you, like, put something out there, they're like, oh, well, that's, like, that's it. Like, that's reality. Like, you post, like, that's what people think. Like, I'll post pictures of me, like, old pictures or something. Um, or a picture that, like, I'm clearly joking about. Like, I had a picture of me on a horse. And I said I sold my horse for a PS5. And the number of people who, like, who DM'd me who said, Matt, when'd you get a horse? And I was like, I don't have a horse. It was a you picture. idiot. <laughs> no, that's funny, though. <laughs> After that, your initial little viral moments and everything, you said you moved to L.A., but I know that Vine didn't last forever. So what was like the journey with that? Like, did you kind of like ride the Vine wave and then decided just like go off the Internet? What was the kind of storyline after you kind of started posting more on the Internet and social media? Um, yeah, I guess I kind of just did that for fun and and didn't realize you could really make money off of it. I didn't do any ads on Vine ever, um, but right around when I was um, growing. I don't even remember how, I don't think I even had a million ever on Vine. I, I wonder if I even cracked 500,000. I, I really don't even remember what I ended up with, but I, a good amount of, of recognition was when I met, um, Elijah, who was working as a, whatever you call it, you know, he was setting up brand deals. And so he approached me for a brand deal. He ended up quitting the place. I never did the brand deal, but we became friends. And I was kind of like annoyed at school at um, college. I was like, this is boring. I don't, you know, I don't know what I want to do afterwards. I went to go visit Elijah in Cleveland. He was like, hey, I'm moving to LA in like a month or two months or whatever. We should try to do um, YouTube. You can get money just from views and ads and stuff. And we could try to like do this for real. You should drop out of college. <laughs> and like, long story short, I did. <laughs> so I moved out there like six months after him. And then we we did our whole channel. After you moved to LA, how long did you stay in LA? Because now you're in Arizona, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I met you, I met you in New York. Or in I know, New York, so, so random. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So basically, I'm from Chicago, or I was from the suburbs of Chicago, Jenner's Grove. Grew up there in the same house since I was 18, and then I went to college in DePaul at DePaul in Chicago for three years. Then I moved to LA in I guess it was 2016. Lived in LA until like 2020, right before Corona. And then I used to go back and forth between my parents here in Arizona, their house here and their cabin in New York. And now I'm staying in Arizona here at the Arizona house full time. So that's my life story. From like East to West Coast to kind of like, I guess, Midwest. What's like, what's been the best like place you've lived at? in this like the whole course of your life i i do miss chicago and i do love the area of upstate new york geolo geologically geographically not so much like uh but there's nice you know like cornell's that area ethica's nice stuff like that but um i gotta say i'd i've always said since i moved out here i want to die somewhere where there's no snow i just can't i i i just can't i hate it i just can't be in snow so I think I think I like that for that alone. I like West Coast, the best coast. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never been. Farthest I've ever been is Colorado, and so I guess my next question for you is: Is LA, is is LA a good place to live, or is it more of like a place to like visit or like? Because I I don't know. I've been I've been told like I've had mixed mixed stories about LA, and so I'd love to hear your opinion of what what do you think of LA. Yeah, I think it's fun. I didn't I didn't hate living there um when a lot of people they live it's really spread out. So a lot of it is suburban like you know when they on TV shows, you know, suburban like that's California, you know, like so there's lots of places like that. Hollywood's kind of gross, like downtown Hollywood, like crazy people like pee on the sidewalks but like some cool stuff. And then the beach is nice. Yeah, I mean, it it can be a lot, but um if you as long I think people say this a lot if you just have a good group of friends and know and just find out the places that you like that have the kind of people that you want to be around and just go there and avoid the places you that don't have that I think it's fine that's what I did California's crazy it can have like pretty much every type of natural disaster there is I know that's that's my fear about that is like living in a place like West Virginia where it's like we don't I've never seen a tornado or anything like that I mean we'll have like rain and snow like the four seasons but not many natural disasters and like that's something that would terrify me if I ever lived on California just I like know. You're just like sitting there and like wait have you ever been in like an earthquake yeah, so actually the first week I moved there was the one and only earthquake I ever felt there. And my ass is so dumb. I thought someone was running up the stairs really fast and hard. But I was going like this. Like, it was clearly an earthquake, but I had never felt one so severe like that. Like, or I don't think even ever. So I was like, oh, someone's running up the stair. <laughs> like, no, that's an, earth that's an earthquake. But yeah, and then and then that was the first first week I lived there, and then never again I ever felt one. I, I would not even know what to do. I remember there was almost a tornado um, when I was younger, and my parents said it just felt like a big train going by the house. And like, I was like a train that could just like take our house out, but sure. I, was like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Wind is, even just wind is scary. Like Wait, mother nature's angry. She's angry <laughs> at us. No, it's called the Windy City, I guess, because people could be like really kind of brusque and rude there. But actually in the winter, it's built on a grid, Chicago. Like, so the breeze coming up from the lake 
will just shoot and it'll make this wind tunnel up like 15 blocks and I get, I'm getting worked up. Sorry. I hate it. Um, that's like the reason I won't go back, but, um, yeah, so it is actually ironically windy for that reason too. At the start of the pandemic in 2020, where were you at? You were in New York or were you in Chicago? We were in Arizona. So I had just that fall, like early winter moved into like back with my parents like like um got out of my lease in LA and moved all my stuff and everything and so I like to brag that I was unemployed and living with my parents before corona made it popular (laughs) um so yeah we we just got back to like for the winter just just had Christmas and I remember like early February they were talking about it and I was like thinking it was going to be kind of like Ebola where maybe like four people total die and you know whatever and then in, I think it was like March, you know, like St. Patrick's Day around there when it was like serious. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. <laughs> but I was lucky just, I'm, I'm actually glad that I was with my parents because I think I would have been more scared if I was alone. Or I probably would have gone down to stay with my parents anyway if I still lived in LA. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it was, it was all such a weird time because like we had never seen anything like it. And then I realized like, I mean, I was like you too, where I was just like, oh, it's going to be like Ebola. Like, I mean, we're going to, we're going to get through it. It's not going to be anything that big of a deal. We're blowing this out of proportion. And then like by March, everything. everything. More people die than every war that we ever had (laughs) just from two years of this. But yeah, but no, I'm glad because I, I, I'm not, okay. That's not about it. I almost sound like I said, it's good that the Corona happened, but, um, it did wake up that and, and George Floyd's murder, like woke up. Um, and I almost, I do kind of believe in a little spirituality thing. Like I think a lot of people, like more like morally and whatever like ascended <laughs> you know th- that summer with everything COVID because I know I had kind of become complacent with Trump I used to be a political science major I used to be more um, I used to be a lot more liberal but I would be very into politics and once you know Trump got so ridiculous my privilege allowed me to just you know not watch tv not pay attention not really know what's going on and then when corona hit and people were dying and then when George Floyd was murdered on camera you know like that video just like horrible horrible like and that's how I, that's basically how I met you because that's how I met Andres was when I was trying to find protests to join in that area and he hit me up so yeah I just I don't know how I got started on this but yeah I just think that 2020 was crazy crazy year and if you talk to people astrology people they say it makes sense astrologically too when that happened so yeah I mean like I'm a big like I'm kind of with you I'm not really like um traditional christian or anything like that i'm yeah. more of like a spiritual spiritual person in a sense where it's like I, I i think things do kind of like happen in a certain way like life unfolds i'm learning that like life unfolds in a certain way and you know i, I think good and bad like i mean like you can like you could if you only ever had like good days and all your days would be the same so by definition there'd be no good days so i think definitely like covid for a lot of people was like the first time that like they were faced with like a really big hardship that like nothing that didn't discriminate against like whether you were a woman whether you were a man whether you were black white asian see but even that even because because of our how how rate how racist just the very fabric of our country is it did affect them just you know more low-income people who are who are more often minorities died more so it's just like even we've even manipulated almost nature you know, in, in, in any other time, you know, caveman times, it, it would have been, you know, 
indiscriminately, you know, you know, killing people, but we've literally perverted nature so much that it, it, it even adopts our own, you know, you know, race, you know, like we've made nature racist. We've, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. And then I, I think too, at the, on that same level, you have the people who can be ignorant enough to be like, well, I'm not getting the vaccine because, you know, who knows what's in that, you know, that's, I think that's a big privilege to be so ignorant to be like, I know better than the people who are scientists and doctors who are literally like, you know, I mean, like you can have your conspiracy theories or one. That's, that's, that's why populism is so scary. That's the end goal of populism is to just, you know, experts are defunct. They have no you know, and then, and, and if it descends into full fashion, the, the, the experts, the science, they're, they're like the first to go, you know, be executed. Cause you can't, you can't have higher knowledge or any, anything, you know, contradicting, but yeah. And not saying we're there yet, but you know. Yeah, no, but definitely. I mean, that's true. I think it's, I, I think that's what's scariest about like Trump and like people like him who like allowed him to do what he did, especially on like things like January 6th because like he held such high like level of authority that he like he set like the precedents for like everything that like he said and then like he he made it okay for people to behave like he did because you know he was the president right and it's 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 so unfortunate and like i don't know i mean i try to stay optimistic about the future but god damn like america makes it hard <laughs> i know it, it, is, it is it is it, it i i'm slowly learning and i'm not perfect at all is you you can't you have to let it fuel you positively and even if you let it enrage you let the let the rage then fuel you and to take action you know go do like i i keep saying this i'm i i need to do this but like just go you know volunteer at a food bank or just go like um you know even set up your own or go or just put even just put sticker you know if, if this if this is what you believe you know like unionize or just put stickers like informational you know just like try to you know talk to people on a personal level about you know not like communism you know but you can but like you know like just try to get people you know just you know that that's what i need to do i think is my biggest thing and my like new year's resolution is to not let everything that i know of and that i care about and that i hate about this country bring me down let it fuel my action to try to do something to fix that you know hey guys thanks again for listening to another episode be sure you're following us on Instagram at Your Thoughts First so you don't miss out on any content or part two. Um, new episodes every other Thursday. A big thank you to Christine Sadoko for agreeing to be on the podcast. It was so much fun to record. Excited for you guys to hear part two. So stick around. There's more, more content, more interviews, more people to talk to. And be sure to check in on yourself. And whatever you may be going through, don't worry. It'll work out. I promise. Life has a certain way of letting things happen in a certain way. It's something that I'm trying to work on and believe in. And you take it day by day. So, no one's told you I'm proud of the work that you've done or the work that you are doing right now. Because it takes work. Your mental health takes work. So, don't forget that. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And always remember, it's a great day to have a great day. I'll see you next time.